0: You're listening to the Protecting Your Practice podcast with your hosts, Attorney Dan Mayer and Licensed Counselor Melissa Westner. Dan is not your attorney, and Melissa is not your therapist, but they're here to help you cross your T's and dot your I's as they talk about all the things you wish you had learned in grad school. And now, here are your hosts.
1: Hi there, and welcome back. It's been a little while since we've done a solo episode and we've got some updates for you. Today's episode will be a little different in that Dan and I will be giving you some updates on what we've been up to, some things we've been doing behind the scenes, and we'll be letting you know about opportunities for you on our podcast. We'll have lots of updates sprinkled throughout today's podcast, so be sure to listen until the very end. We'll also be having a conversation around the content that we cover because we realize that some of the things that we talk about might make you really nervous.
2: So um, I want to just throw in a couple of comments here first and foremost. you know, As a lawyer, I'm not someone who gets, gets sappy. But as a, as a person in my, in my own life personally, by the way, I do like sappy movies, especially sappy holiday movies. So allow me to get sappy around it. Now that we're, we're coaching holidays, let me get sappy here for a moment. I'm um, just say that it's really exciting that we are now doing this, this episode and we're now over 30 episodes. I will tell you that it's been an honor and a privilege to um, work with Melissa to do this. And it's been one of the, the greatest things I've done, in, in my opinion. And I'm just really grateful to have the opportunity and grateful to, to be able to work with you, Melissa, um, to do this. It's funny because I look back at where we started And to think that we're now over 30 episodes and to see the length of time and the work it took to get here, it's like, wow, I can't believe we were able to do that. Uh, But we did it. And to me, that's just, that's so cool. Uh, It's it's something I've always wanted to do was to do a podcast like this. And so now that I'm doing it, it's amazing. I'm just a great way to end the year.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, and for those of you who haven't heard us say this before, prior to launching our podcast, Dan and I were working long and hard behind the scenes for like an hour each week, meeting late at night, getting this thing ready. Yes. So we've been working really long and hard way before we ever launched this podcast. And today, as we'll talk in a little bit, we're going to be talking about making mistakes and certainly putting a podcast out there is a super vulnerable thing to do and you're not sure how it's going to go, how it will be received. So we can really get this topic today that we'll be mm-hmm. talking about in terms of what to do if you're afraid of making mistakes. But mm-hmm. before we go there, I know that we've got some other things to tell you about.
2: Yes. So coming up with a new year, a couple big announcements. First of all, going um, to start with the just letting you guys know that we are going to be taking a break for the holidays. Um, we've been working hard and we want, do want to give ourselves the opportunity to do some rest, spend some time with our families, You know, practicing good self-care, as we often tell everyone. During that time we are taking a break, we are going to be replaying some of our most popular podcasts, episodes to date. Um, so if you missed any of the episodes, um, this will be a good chance to catch up. There's also, starting the new year, we're going to be changing the format slightly. So up until now this year, um, we've really been focusing on bringing on experts and people who really, really know what they're talking about to tell you their insights. We're going to shift years a bit. We want to actually give the opportunity to you, the practitioner, to talk about what you are doing. We really want to hear your stories about obstacles that have come up in your practice um, or significant issues have come up and how you overcame them. Because I think there's value in sharing those stories with other practitioners who most likely have encountered them or may encounter them. So there's value there we're going to be putting a form on our website. Feel free to go to our website, put your name in, fill out the form, complete it. We may want to have you on the podcast to talk about your experience. Go ahead. Yeah, most of you have something
1: to say? We're really looking forward to hearing from you because, you know, as you may have heard early on in our podcast episodes, we said that sometimes we encounter people who are like, I don't really think about that. I don't really worry about that. What's the chance that that could happen, right? Um, But so many times you'll see people post and they're like, oh my gosh, if you don't laugh, you'll cry or wow, man, you just can't make this up. And so we know that all of you have lived experiences that are really valuable. We know that there are probably some experiences, even if they're painful ones uh, that have come your way that you've learned a lot from, and that would be really valuable for other people to hear. So if you have a story or an experience that you would be willing to share with us, please Go to our website, like Dan said, share that information. So whether you've been through a really difficult audit, you maybe had to go through a board investigation, maybe you own a building for your practice and the roof fell in, maybe you've been through a natural disaster, Uh, whatever it is, feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to talk with you. And if you've been wanting to share your story with a broader audience, we would love to talk more with you.
2: Yep. Um, And then lastly, um, just wanted to announce to everyone that coming the new year, we are going to actually be starting to release some new products. We're essentially going to be focusing on those who want to have a group practice, um, want to develop a group practice. So we're going to start having some services and products dedicated to helping you do that. If that's something you want to do in the new year, um, start a group practice, we're going to start uh, rolling out. Um, opportunities to um, how to better and maybe more efficiently learn how to do that.
1: Yeah. So we're kind of always working on something behind the scenes. Before we were working behind the scenes on a podcast. Now we've been working behind the scenes on something else. So keep an eye out. If you are looking to start a group practice, we've got something for you. And if you have something in particular you'd like us to consider, let us know that too.
2: Right. It's like Santa's workshop, you know, never really shuts down, right?
1: Yes. All right, busy, throw but, in a, but we're shutting house. down anyway. for the holidays. We are, are right, going right. to do that.
2: Well, you know, after Christmas, like I assume the elves get a vacation, right? Before they have to start back to work. So, you know, same thing.
1: Yes. We are getting a little vacation. All right. So we're going to bring us back to today's topic. And today we're going to talk about what to do if this content makes you nervous. Because Dan and I know that the things that we talk about on here, compliance, ethics, legal stuff, might in fact bring up some anxiety. So of course, when something makes you nervous, one option is to avoid it. And so you could avoid listening to this content because it stirs up some anxiety, feelings of self-doubt or insecurity. As you can imagine though, that's not what we're going to recommend for you as a mental health practitioner or as a practitioner who might also be a business owner. So today we've got some tips for you for managing any of the uncomfortable feelings that might get stirred up while you're listening. So remember that you're here to learn and that learning is an ongoing process. If you're a business owner, remember that you went to school to be a mental health practitioner. You likely didn't go to business school or law school, although maybe some of you have, but there's an ever moving learning curve. And so understanding that we're constantly going to be learning. And one of the quotes or the statements that I really like is, the more you know, the more you know, you don't know. And so just remembering that learning is going to be an ongoing process.
2: Yeah. And remember, and I said this numerous times on here, and and I say this in consultations with my clients, there's a reason it's called practice, right? You are practicing, you are in a practice. Um, In my opinion, it's because you are practicing and getting better. You're always practicing getting better. Why do you think even the top you know, world famous musicians, they practice, they're amazing what they do and they still practice um, because there's always room for everyone to get better at whatever it is that you want to do. So in the same vein, you know, if you run a practice, it's about getting better. It's about learning how to do this better. This is a journey. Right. This is a step by step process that you're undertaking, whether you're a large or small one, whether you want to grow to a large one, it is a process. Um, and you have to allow room and time for yourself to go through that process. You know, I remember someone once talking about growth and they said something profound. I thought they said, you know, you think about the steps needed to succeed in whatever field you want, you know, business or whatever it is. It's often a step by step process, much like stepping stones in a river. Right. You go too fast or try to jump too soon or too far, you're liable to fall in and get wet. So get comfortable at going at your own pace. Going slowly doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing it wrong. The other thing I would say is, as you listen, if you go back and listen to the, the episodes that we're going to re- release again, you know, try to identify one action item that you can take from, each, from listening to each episode. Um, as you begin to take those steps, you'll gradually begin to chip away at the things that's on that to-do list of things you need to do to protect your practice, protect your clients, and then also to give you peace of mind. Because I'm sure, ultimately, that there is a list of things that are on your mind that you probably think about before you go to bed, or maybe when you wake up, or hopefully you know, not, but maybe even keep you up at night. And so this is a way to start looking at that list and figuring out, how do I start tackling those things on that list so that I can have more peace of mind? The other thing is, don't fall into the comparison trap, right? Don't worry about what other people are doing. Focus on you and your practice. What's right for you, including your pace, may not be right for other people. You know, just because someone else is having success, don't think that they didn't take a lot of struggle or steps to get there.
1: Right. And and that's important. You know, you might Have this conversation a lot with your clients about how they feel, seeing things on social media, comparing themselves to their friends and where their friends are compared to where they are. But the same thing can happen as mental health practitioners or as business owners. And just remembering that everybody has their own pace. You want to go at your speed. What's right or okay for someone else might not be the thing that's right for you. And so to keep that focus Back on yourself. So the other,
2: I was going to say, you. I was going to ask you. You had said to me something about imposter syndrome, and I wanted to see if you would talk more about that.
1: Yeah. So you know that's the thing that we hear about. One across professions, it doesn't matter what field you're in. I think imposter syndrome is something that comes up. And so I was thinking about times for me when I experienced that imposter syndrome. And one of them was when I first became a counselor. I think I was probably 24 years old, maybe. And I remember I was working my first job as a counselor. And they showed me to my office. And I walked in my office. And I was just kind of internally laughing to myself. Like, I couldn't believe these people were giving me an office. Like, they thought that I knew what I was doing or something. And they were going to pay me. And they were going to give me an office. Um, And so I just thought it was really funny. Because I was like, they think I know what I'm doing. I I don't, really. And then again, after I, you know, I was in a different position and I eventually decided to start my own practice. And I remember the day that I had my first appointment, I had my new office, I had my new, um, maybe not so awesome furniture in my office. And I remember waiting for someone to come, probably one of my first clients. And I remember thinking, this is so strange. Like I just paid rent on an office and I just stuck this. Furniture here, and now someone's going to show up here, and it just felt really bizarre to think that those are. I mean, obviously, you have to do other things besides that, but it kind of felt like, oh, I just had to open this office and get some furniture, and and now people are coming to me like I'm legit, and I was technically, um, you know, but that imposter syndrome was showing up at that time. You
2: know, going hand in hand with it, I think, is this sense of imposter syndrome is that people feel like, oh, if I make a mistake. You know, that means I've failed. You know, clearly I should have known better. Clearly I'm not good at this because I'm making mistakes. Um, the reminder again is that you need to be able to give yourself permission to make mistakes, right? We live in a world now where everyone is on social media and, you know, it's always shows the best part of our lives. The people who are at Disney World, the people who are like, you know, smiling and happy and the business success and, and, and all these great things. And that's great. And that's, you know, more credit to them, and 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 that's always nice. But how often do people share their failures, right? Their missteps, um, their bad days, and we all have them. Often, more often than not, it's a bad day. You have a bad day or make a misstep. Then there is going to be a great success, you know. But the successes are the things that come only after you've put the effort in, and you're probably going to make a number of missteps. You're probably going to make mistakes. You know, like I said, it's about practice. And only once you've put that time and effort in, do you get to see those successes. Those failures and missteps early on, especially, those are very common. And quite honestly, that's what is needed to hone you to make you a better practitioner and honestly, a better owner of a business. Learning those mistakes early on is going to be critical to being successful later on.
1: Yeah. And there might be some perfectionists among us listening um, and the idea of (laughs) recording or recording. Yes. (laughs) Might make you cringe. I'm probably one of those people, some mistakes I'm okay with, but there are other ones that just make my insides cringe. Uh, I really don't like it. And so really just giving yourself permission to make mistakes and to learn from them Uh, is going to be really important and to just let yourself be a human sometimes. So the other thing that we wanted to remind you of as we're wrapping up here is that we also want to remind you that if you're afraid of, you know, the things that we talk about on here make you nervous, we want to remind you that you don't have to do all of this alone, right? If you need support to navigate the learning curves of being a mental health practitioner or the learning curves of being a business owner, find support. There are a lot of places where you can get it. You might need to seek supervision, seek consultation. You can work with a paid professional like an attorney or an accountant or someone who's a coach or a consultant for private practice, but get the help that you need so that way you don't feel like you're navigating unchartered territories on your own. Sometimes We have our own stuff around asking for help. What I find is that people who tend to be helpers, it doesn't mean that they're therapists or mental health practitioners necessarily, but I find that sometimes people who are helpers sometimes have a hard time asking for help and they sometimes have a hard time being on the receiving end of help. So if you need help, ask for it, seek it, know that it's okay. Um, Money has been a topic that's come up here a lot, knowing that sometimes As therapists or business owners, we have our own money stuff. We might not want to pay for things. And so just be aware of those things and make sure that you're seeking out specialized information so you can get information that's specific for your personal situation.
2: I would remind you, um, listening, that you're a mental health professional. You help people who have sought you out to help them with their problems. And one of the things, you know, in, in my past, I've done work with, working with, with clients who are facing um, serious debt issues um, where they need um, assistance in, in trying to figure out what to do. One of the topics that comes up then, and I'm sure this comes up for you as a practitioner, right? And that is that one of the most courageous steps and acts of vulnerability that someone can, can, can make is to willingly put themselves out there and ask for help right once you ask for help you know whether it's an addiction or whether it's you know something with your business you know there are resources there are means and there are people who can help you figure out how to do it better and how to make things better but if you don't ask for that help it's never going to change it's not going to get better and so I, I think that that first step knowing you know we mentioned this earlier knowing what you don't know knowing that it's time to ask for help knowing that and being comfortable with asking for help is, in my opinion, one of the most bravest, courageous things someone can do because that's acknowledging your own vulnerability, your own weakness and being okay with it and being willing to tell someone else that you need help and get that help.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I just want to summarize these things that if you are the person who has been feeling all nervous, not sure, can I handle this information? Just to remember that these are the things we want you to do. One, we want you to remember that learning is an ongoing process. Two, we want you to identify one action step that you can take after each episode. Three, we want to make sure you're not falling into the comparison trap. Four, we want to make sure that you give yourself permission to make mistakes. And five, we want to make sure that you ask for help when you need it. So, on that note, as we are wrapping up for our final episode of season one before we take our break for the holidays, uh, we wanted to share about a comment we've received over the past year. You know, something someone said to me was, I don't hear any ads on your podcast, and I don't hear either one of you advertising your services. What's going on there? What's that about? And that's right, everybody. You've not heard any ads. You've not heard a lot of promotion uh, from us. And that's because this podcast that we've been working on has been a labor of love. You've been getting free content without a lot of you know, promotions or ads or anything like that. We really have been doing this from a place of hoping that people will get good content that they're going to find useful. Now... In the future, you might be hearing some things from our future sponsors. That's a possibility. And as Dan mentioned, we are working on a few new products for you in the new year. We're really excited about that. So down the road, we're going to share that information with you. You will be hearing about that. And for those of you who are interested in connecting with us or doing consultation with us, before then, however, we did want to give you some information on ways that you can get in touch with us.
2: So... One of the things that's actually come up quite often directed to me um is I've gotten a number of queries from people saying, like, "Well, you know, I would love to be able to have an attorney like you help me, you know, but I don't even know what questions to ask or how do I go about doing that. I'm not in Maryland, so I'm not a client that you can work with, so how the heck do I do that and so what i'm would say to you, if you're listening, is um, I would ask that you reach out to us if that is the case and you do want that help. Um, We are now going to start offering um, interested practitioners with a mini consulting session on how to find an attorney in your area and what questions to ask that attorney to kind of verify their credentials, make sure that they're going to be the right fit for you. Reach out to us, schedule an appointment with us in the new year if that's something you're interested in. Again, you can go through our website, you can go to our Facebook page
1: to do that. Yep. So if you have been interested in consultation services, contact us. Like Dan said, we are going to be tag teaming to offer you some packages with consultation.
2: Yep. So that's about it. Thank you very much for joining us this year. Uh, Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for reaching out to us. uh, For those those of you who did, we look forward to interacting with you in the future, near future come January. We're really excited for what 2022 is going to bring for us um, and what we can offer to you, the listener. But this has been amazing. uh, And I'm looking forward to the many more amazing opportunities and experiences to come. But with that, I wish everyone a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, um, and a Happy New Year. And we will talk to you guys soon.
0: Thank you for listening to the Protecting Your Practice podcast. Be sure to visit ProtectingYourPractice.com to connect with us, continue the conversation, and access additional information. As a reminder, the information on this podcast does not constitute legal advice. Listeners should contact their own attorney or paid consultant for all decisions regarding their own practice.